Welcome back to this week's episode of Podcast for Two People. You're one of two people if you're listening here. And uh, here with me as always... <laughs> it's me, it's me, it's your boy Brent. I'm back. Oni-chan! I actually kind of want to do a thing where like, I like come in through the door. <laughs> like, oh shit. Oh shit, we're recording. Oh shit, we're doing that today. Brent, we're at your house. <laughs> yeah, we Recording. We've been here. And, uh, of course, your absolutely lovable, uh, very hairy host, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> so what are we talking about today, Brent? Rantan Betsu, Devil May Cry, one and two. Devil May Cry. I should probably give some uh, background on that. Uh... Yeah, what Check the out fuck was that Ghanaian action movies. Pretty much any action movie from any country in Africa or wherever the fuck. Chappie. Chappie. <laughs> Chappie. Um, yeah. Ghana action movies. Cause they, for some reason, saw fit, as they should have, to make an un, uh, unlicensed uh, Devil May Cry action movie. It Very loosely based. Yeah. It did not make any sense. I love they, the effects. It was all in... Um, Swahili? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you Whatever know... Whatever they speak over there, I don't know, it ain't American. <laughs> fuck. Uh, you know... I don't know. I, I feel like... It's not I, English, I, I can't... <laughs> I couldn't understand it. No, I'll tell you, like, I, I would honestly rather watch that all the way through, front to back, oh, yeah. and everything in between, uh-huh. than play Devil May Cry 2. Well, that's where you and I differ, my friend. Because <laughs> well, I always take it all. We'll get to the bones <laughs> on that. We'll get on to the bones. The bony bone bones. So, what like the game, some of my research is like way out of sequence, or at least like how I had started to write my notes. Because they didn't uh, know what the fuck they were doing when they made these. No, they Not had really. no idea. I mean, they did, but no. Right. So, like the reason so why? Like, tell me chronologically. Uh, that what is, Devil May Cry One is. That is second. Yeah, that's the second chronological game. The uh, Devil May Cry Two. Yeah, that's the last. That's the last. That's the fourth game. It's the last. What the fuck? Let's find out why. Yeah. Let's find out why. So Please proceed. <laughs> the amount of research done for, for this series that is really just about two, de- two, two devil brothers. Two brothers that are devils. They're half devil, aren't they? Yeah, dude. And they never cry. They never, <laughs> they never cry. They never cry. He never cried! So, uh, you know, I, I was kind of asking Brent, like, you know... How much could you really fucking make out of a game that has to do with uh, two bro- two brothers <laughs> whose dad is from hell? That really, the story sounds like it kind of came from like middle school me. Yeah, so therefore it's fucking sweet. Yeah, but dude, like, I should tell you about Tyvek the space mercenary. Shit, fucking sweet. It came from a, a childhood of watching Outlaw Star and Cowboy Bebop. That's a good thing to mix up. Um... You don't really, like, this is like, we're kind of getting, I'm kind of getting on a whole tangent here before we even really get into this, but like... Might as well. Might as well get it in now. It's like, okay, 
Yeah. Dante and Virgil. Yeah. The main characters don't make cry, which yep. if anyone that's kind of familiar knows that already, because right? we're gonna get to that. We were gonna mm-hmm. do some based on Dante Alighieri's Divine Comedy. Mm-hmm. You might also know the game uh, Dante's Inferno that has nothing to do with the books, <laughs> just like this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the Dante cross Virgil doesn't really become a thing. No. Until, like, late in the game. Even then, it's like, oh, man, that was my brother this whole time. It's almost an after-fucking-thought. It was a a retcon. Yeah. And they're like, okay, now we're going to make Virgil real important now. Yeah. I mean, like, the fact is, is that the Black Knight, as it is named... Yes. uh, ...that you first run into, Chapter 4, Black Knight, and Dante's like, oh, who's this fucking badass? It's like, oh, it's like, you know how to use swords. Like, he literally looks at the reflection of himself that's staring at himself in a mirror Uh in in a fucking lame-ass room, and he smiles at himself, and he comes out, and it's this fucking knight, and he's like, huh. Didn't think I'd find somebody worthy in this dump. Yeah. And then the fucking Black Knight uses his X-Men telekinesis to open up a door, points, grunts at him, and then, like, anime sprints off the ledge and, like, jumps way into the sky. Yeah. And then he's, like, waiting for you, like, arms folded looking down at you from a rooftop. And then he fights. That's pretty fucking cool. Right, but then like and later like the, in the, the game, the they, two minutes I play the game, I was like, "Damn, this is fucking sweet, fucking cool." <laughs> so like, and later they they totally just reskin the character, take off his helmet, put on a head that's somewhat like Dante, white hair slicked back, and that's where we get the look of Virgil. Yeah, again, like you said, it was retcon as an afterthought. I mean, like, you you open up Dante's inventory in Devil May Cry One. Yeah, and like you see the amulet. Yep. And it's like, on the back, it's a gift from Dante's mother. On the back, it says Dante and Virgil. Yep. And you're like, man, I wonder who Virgil is, man. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> and then like, I can imagine my, I played the game when I was in like fifth grade. Yeah. I was 10 or 11 or whatever. Yep. I only borrowed it from a friend, so I didn't finish it. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. Um, but I could imagine my younger self being like, oh shit. Who's Virgil? Whoa, it's Do Virgil. I get to meet him? It's Dante's brother, though. <laughs> Whoa! So, like, while we're sipping on these ridiculously large, Heineken's. yeah, these big ass comically Heineken's, large Heinekens, they really are. Like, this is uh, this is two Heinekens. I mean, put I got together. a little baby hands when I'm holding it with two hands. Little fucking baby hands, <laughs> little baby hands, brand. <laughs> right, my little leg. bitch. Shut up, bitch. (laughs) You'll get yours in this episode, my friend. I'll fucking... You're gonna fucking... You know what I'm gonna do. You're gonna fucking shit smear me, aren't you? Yeah! (laughs) You make fun of my little baby hands? (laughs) Fuck you, man! Fuck you! Alright, dude, so let's get to the bare bones of this fucking story. These uh, gothic, dark, edgy bones. It was what I needed. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think it honestly shaped us as far as, I, like, I can, what we like. I can look like. back on it now. Yeah. Now I'm a true goth. Yeah. With more, more, uh, That's more a really sweet spiked collar you got today, bro. Yeah. Like, that is beautiful. Yeah, I was like, should I go with one wristband or 70? <laughs> I, I like the 70 choice yeah. you took. And what represents me? Hey, uh, when you, like, bend over to your side, do you ever, like, accidentally poke yourself in the ribs with, like, the all studs the, my, on all your my, belt? All my edge. Yeah. yeah, that too. Cut myself on my edge. Yeah. And I'm about to break! <laughs> anyway, uh, so here's the thing, is that we almost didn't get Del May Cry. In yeah. fact, what well, we almost got was Resident Evil 4, which yeah. would have been great, because we needed Resident Evil 4. I would have taken I really the wish Evil it would have come out. 
I would have taken the Resident Evil. Well, yeah, well, that's a different podcast right there. Yeah, it really is. Uh, Jump down that goddamn well. Concerning, full of I'm not, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it. It's concerning the uh, development cycle that Devil, or sorry, Resident Evil Four had. I heard about that game originally in fifth grade. Right. I don't know when it came out after that though. Oh, uh, it was like 2004. Yeah. And the dramatic change to the overall story. Yeah. Uh, where we originally saw Resident Evil 5, pretty much. We saw Chris Red... No, we saw Barry Burton. When yeah. uh, when they were talking about Resident Evil 4. Like, when we saw some of the images or something like that. I no, can't remember. It was, so, it was always Leon. Was it? Okay, yeah. maybe I am thinking about the Resident Evil 5 thing. And here we are. Yes, let's get... At the end of a tirade of bullshit. Yeah. Uh, so, here's the thing. Is that the, the dev team uh, originally... Team... Little devil. <laughs> little, little devil. Little devil. Uh, so they they were making Resident Evil 4. However, they dropped the pre-rendered uh, Resident Evil backgrounds. And they went to Spain to study Spanish arch- uh, Gothic architecture. They had a character named Tony, who was unkillable. <laughs> and the entire story was going to revolve around Tony figuring out, like... Why can I get stabbed so many times? <laughs> Why can zombies munch my arms off? He's basically the crow. He, he really was. He was a, he was the archetype for Dante that we got though. Mm-hmm. Um, which maybe we'll go more into what the hell that had turned into in the Resident Evil Four uh, episode that I'm sure we're going to do. Um, Honestly, probably still the best Resident Evil game that ever came out. Fucking fight me! Uh, Though Resident Evil 1 Remake was really great. So, uh, moving on. Shinji Mikami had actually, like, gone to Team Little Devil and was like, Hey guys, this is before they were called Team Little Devil. He's like, dude, like, this is super fucking cool. Um, I really like the look of everything, but it does not feel like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Make your own game. Yeah. Like, he didn't force him to do anything. He's like, go, scrap all this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, no, this is fucking sweet. Yeah. Uh, How about you just make this a whole other game entirely? Like, Shinji Mikami went to Hideki Kamiya, like, fucking legendary names that, like, you shouldn't even bat an eye at. Like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Uh, So, like, these two Goliaths in their, like, prime years. Not yet for Hideki, but he's getting there. This is where he's going to grow his wings. But he goes to him and he's like, hey man, I really like your fucking idea. What if you made your own game? And they were like, our own game? What? <laughs> and, and somehow Capcom's like, yeah dude, make your own game. And then they started making Team Little Devil. And then they started making Devru Mei So, from here, Hideki Kamiya... Uh, made the new story an action-packed iteration of Dante Alighieri's Divine Comedy, as we had kind of talked about before. Mm-hmm. The character, story, and plot largely stayed the same to Noboru uh, Sugimoto's original vision for Resident Evil 4, being that um, uh, it was going to be based around this unkillable man. Uh, his parents were going to be a part of it. They were actually supposed to show up in the game. However, that was changed when they decided... Okay, let's do this whole divine comedy idea, but make Dante and Virgil brothers and make their dad some sort of sweet ass hell warrior. Yeah. And then Trisha's Beatrice. Yeah. Um, however, like most of the writing, like I said, the, the bare bones skeleton of it uh, stayed the same. Now, the combat style comes into this very strangely, and uh, if, if you see any game that's 
quote-unquote like Devil May Cry, that sentence alone should tell you something. Mm-hmm. Like, it established that. Yeah. It made the subgenre known as extreme combat. But I think probably more commonly known as character action, though. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Or maybe hack and slash, but yeah. it's kind of broad and basic. I was going to say, like, like, what Devil May Cry Yeah, because, like, like, I would, I would almost call, like, your, your Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, also a hack and slash. I would slash. probably say um, Ninja Gaiden. Ninja so, Gaiden, yes. Are certainly character action. Absolutely. I mean, you know, like, it's hack and slash. Doing, like, like, your fucking... Super Your intense. swallow attacks, yeah, your fucking like, Azuna drops. You got, like, a fucking... You got a fucking, like, eight-page combo list, practically. They, yeah. They sh- and it's so memorize. fucking good. Yeah. It, it, makes, it's, it makes the game so much more fun when you can it's, do so much more cool shit. Yeah. So, how did they come up with this combo system? How did they come up with the idea? Oh, you're right. Um... What was it? Uh, they got a they got a demo build of uh, Onimusha Warlords. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they noticed that um, they were doing aerial juggles, which probably wasn't even a term then. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was a bug. It was totally yeah, like, a fucking oh, wait, bug. Hey, wait a minute! But Hideki Kami was like, Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> he was like, Hey, wait a minute! <laughs> it was, just it was like cool. Yo, that's dope. And then he says, That's dope. dope. And then he's like. <gasps> What if I made a grading system based on your style? <laughs> Fucking cool! Cool! Yeah, D, D, C, dope, cool, bingo! Bingo! <laughs> awesome! <laughs> and then, it's showtime! Show the time! Because he figured it out. Right? Like, Oh man! Dude, I'm a fucking genius. So how do how do they make the character do That's all this cool shit? Yeah, absolutely. But uh, uh, I I think that it's pretty fucking close. I imagine. I like to ask Kamiya someday if I could ever fucking meet that man. Yeah, you can ask him oh on Twitter. But be like, check my Twitter log, bitch. You're blocked. Ah. Uh, and then he'd be like, I understand. I understand. <laughs> Please understand. So anyway, uh. The game is actually centered, and you can probably find this out pretty easy just from playing it. They center the game around Dante's acrobatics and his ability to flip around and do double jumps and do a lot of cool shit. Yeah. Uh, now, the mission-based uh, progression of the game, way late design. Yeah, I feel like uh, you can you can see like the design base of a Resident Evil game. Yeah. In Devil May Different Cry color one. doors. You got. Co- you got. You got to go, go find the item here. to bring yep. it to here, which is basically the key item. Yep. Use it there, and then. And proceed. there's so many key items in that game. Like there's that sword key, shield key, yeah. armor key, helmet key. It's like wand of death. Yeah. Uh, sword of blade, man. I was gonna say, uh, what, what's that? Death sentence. And it's just a sword that you stab in a bust of a bitch, and then she drops another orb, and then you pick up that orb. And it's, like, so inconsequential about what that's named because you're going to find a million of them and you're going to put them in different holes. Don't May Cry is literally just about putting orbs in holes and stabbing things. And Oh, yeah. You remember the fucking underwater level in Don't May Cry 1? Try not to. Where you're shooting, you're fucking pooning bitches with a harpoon gun? Yeah, In first why? person? Why? There's a lot of things that Devil May Cry 1 will do randomly uh, at very key moments of the game that we'll definitely be touching up on. Because it's not the first time that it decides to change what kind of game it is. Yeah. Uh, though I, I feel like Devil May Cry 1 was the only one in the series to do these strange fucking change-ups. Yeah, yeah, like it was... Which for the most yeah for the most part I don't mind and you can kind of see this in like Bayonetta in yeah. terms of like we're talking like Hideki Kamiya directed that he directed yep. Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. 
Um, except it was a lot more. Uh, Fuck! I love Bayonetta. I, I love Bayonetta too. Oh, I like the game as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shit. Nice. <laughs> good one. Good one. Good one. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to mention it right now, Bayonetta. But like, all of a sudden you're you're doing a fucking afterburner mission mm-hmm. in Bayonetta, or fucking. Oh shit! What was it called? Ride on or hang on? Super hang on? Fucking mm-hmm. level where you're riding a motorcycle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, or you're on the back of a missile, mm-hmm. and then like a, a fucking headset comes out of Beta's mouth, or like her, like a holographic. Her hair, yeah. yeah, and then she's like, "Welcome to my fantasy zone," and it's like <clears throat> fantasy zone. It's like uh, space area. Yeah. Which. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is, uh, Kamiya got a lot better at that sort of thing. Yes. So, oh, now I'm gonna have an underwater level. Yeah. In terms of, like, doing weird shit to break up, like, the formula of the game. Mm-hmm. Bayonetta did better, I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Hideki Kamiya, like, he got... He got better. He found his, found his, uh, voice. Which re- says re- a lot because he started out already fucking great. Yeah, well, I mean, if we're talking about him right now... I was going to say we probably should because he's going to have his own episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we could do that. We we, uh, do that. we absolutely, yeah, like there's no, there's too much about Hideki Kamiya that needs to be said, that needs to be looked at, that we would love to bring to you, and we absolutely will. Probably. Sooner rather than later <laughs> because I feel like it's just kind of a hot like topic the, for yeah, us. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. It's a hot topic, yeah. He's been mentioned in both of our episodes now. Yeah? Yeah. Hard not to. And if you're talking about these prolific Japanese developers. Yeah. It's going to be like the first thing that comes in my mind. Uh, I got to say, like, I'm going to be that guy and say Hideo Kojima. Right. Uh, That's I mean, probably, like, there's, there's probably one that more people will recognize. Hideo Kojima, Shinji Mikami, Hideki Kamiya, and... I feel like a lot Murata. of people actually don't know who Kami is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they should. They should. But they know his games. They probably know his games. They know his games. They might not know the man behind it, which is another reason why we got to do another episode on, or not another, but a episode on Studio 5-1. That dude is a fucking shadow. <laughs> he is a shadow. And Grasshopper Games, too. Gotta Gotta look into that shit. Where were we? <laughs> so, getting back on track, uh, Devil May Cry 1 hacked and slashed its way into our goth girl loving hearts and our crimson red trench coats yeah. back in 2001. They were definitely wearing right now. Thanks to, of course, the man that we've been naming constantly for the last 20 minutes, probably, Hideki Kamiya and the then-named dev team Team Little Devil. Little Devil. Little Devil. So they would deliver us a game whose story began two millenniums ago. The first century opens up with the tale of war that took place in the bowels of hell. It's fucking metal. Ent- yeah, I was going to say, enter Mick Gordon fucking <laughs> badass guitar riff. Yeah, a fucking, this horn was made from a fucking uh, mammoth uh, rib. and meteorite pussy yeah (laughs) okay it immediately amps up as the main character Trish rides a crotch rocket through Dante's shop beats the shit out of him and impales him with his own sword wait 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 so you're telling me Trish isn't the main character of this fucking game? <laughs> yeah. You think, will we see her first? She jumps out of the moon. At least yeah. the game's camera would have you believe that. Yes. She comes out of the moon. She <laughs> lands on Cobblestone Street. She looks at Dante's shop. And then finds manif- a motorcycle. Manifests a motorcycle with keys. All right. And then, of course, rides fucking into his shop. wrecks his shit up. Yeah, rides yeah. into his shop. Picks up the fucking motorcycle. Chucks it at him. 
I want that to be a th if I ever make like movies or games, I want that to be a thing that happens where like the guy like owns a shop. And then somebody just fucking rides through with a truck or like a motorcycle. He's just, and just trying like, to scarf down a foot long hot dog. He's like, "What are you doing in here?" It's like, "Hey, we're close. Can't you read the sign?" <laughs> so the guy, you need to learn how to park, lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, woman drivers, ah, get out of here. Oh, you yeah. <laughs> fuck. All right. So the thing is, is that uh, we 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 quickly see Dante can easily be killed. Uh, you want to say that again normally, please? <laughs> so, we see Dante can't easily be killed yeah, as he yeah. uh, starts to reverse impale himself uh, on the sword and uh, p pulls pulls it out of himself. Wait, it's like, he gets impaled mm -hmm. and then and she's like, oh, didn't your daddy teach you how to use a sword? And he's like, swords. And he pulls out his twin gats. He's like, Ebony I got these. and ivory. After she throws a motorcycle at him. He like starts. Harmony. Oh, we're singing again. We can't do that. Oh, I know. We can't do that. I'm so sorry. We can't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, he fucking deflects a motorcycle thrown at him by like tw twirling his guns at it. No, he shoots it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does. He's Until like, it explodes. Thanks. Which is reminiscent of uh, Kenshiro. Punching a fucking car as it's falling on him, just oh, <laughs> and, and just like keeping it from falling on him, and you know the camera keeps yeah. panning back to her, like oh, uh, oh my god. So we we also see this kind of scene where he gets impaled by his sword throughout the series, a lot of fucking times. Yes, I always In this wonder, game like, at least twice. The game's yellow orb. Yes. You start the game in Devil May Cry 1 with like... Which is a screaming yellow man. <laughs> yeah, like three or four, maybe five yellow orbs. Yeah. So, I wonder like... They're your Dante... Chuck E. Cheese tokens that keep <laughs> playing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade edition. Featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. Everything features Dante from Devil um, May Cry. So, I wonder like, did Dante like have a number of those already before the game started and that's why he gets impaled by swords and doesn't die? He's like, yeah, fuck I it. I use a yellow orb. I'll continue now. Yeah. Anyway. So. <laughs> I thought like that was worth saying. Oh, absolutely. So, quickly, <laughs> we get to see the shadowy gothic nightmare scape that this game would be known for. These intense enemies that would challenge players, level designs that were surely to induce a headache to players, puzzles that were a healthy mix of annoying and gratifying to complete, and a script that's sure to make you cringe a little. I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light! Oh yeah. The first game sets a ridiculous precedent for the rest of the series. So, it, it literally, like, not only sets the bar high for itself, but somehow reverberates. Even though, like, when it comes out, it's not like... Super big. It was like a slow burn. It was a slow burn. Absolutely. And like, the people who played it were like, this is fucking great. So whenever it was like, it was a pretty early PS2 game, was it? Or like, yes. It came out early. just shy of one year after the North American release so of like, PS2. If I could speculate here, mm -hmm. uh, like more people were getting PS2s. Yep. That Keep in mind that they were incredibly like, expensive when they first came oh, out. Oh, yeah. That therefore, more people are looking for dope ass fucking games to get on that system. Mm -hmm. Walking into their EB games, mm -hmm. walking into their 
Best Buy. Like, what should I get? Uh, Best Buy man. And he's like, Baron Tom Best <laughs> Devil May Cry. Wait! <laughs> and uh, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing, one and two. One and two. One and two. So, uh, you know, this game, it, it says this crazy bar for itself, but uh, like you said, it, it was a relatively slow burn. See, by July 2006, it had sold 2 million units in America alone, majority of which were actually bought after the release of Demo, uh, Devil May Cry 2, and then peaked one year after Devil May Cry 3. No, that's probably, probably because Devil May Cry 3 had a ridiculous release. And uh, people were like, that game looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. And that was also when the special edition of Don't Make Cry 3 was actually coming out the following year. And people I were like, like, I need to find out everything. I feel like that was at a time when like games were getting more and more hyped pre-release. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because, like... We'll see later just how much money Capcom put into actually marketing yeah. for Don't Make Cry 3. Because it's nuts. It's uh, something that we kind of talked about uh, on the Itagaki episode... Um, which I'd like the to... The other one. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at this point, yeah, the other one. Um, but uh, something we don't see anymore, dude, uh-huh. is like a lot of marketing for video games. I found out about a lot of video games when I was like watching television. I mean, of course, now you're going to be like, oh, new Call of Duty, oh, new Battlefield. Uh, right. But like, dude, there was a radio ad for Silent Hill that was like 15 seconds of just terrifying Silent Hill music and then just Silent Hill 2 <laughs> coming this October <laughs> and then like you know Resident will be like do you like fighting zombies yeah. not really but I mean like there was there was this competition between get in your ring and flex on these zombies brother punch them boulders bitch yeah. that that comes later yeah and, we'll uh, probably get to that Right. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> somehow, you know, while we're in the same vein, somehow Resident Evil became Devil May Cry. Yeah. Going back to uh, Mr. Tony. Yeah. Proto Dante. Yeah. You speculated, like, the story would have been that he was some sort of umbrella, Unkillable, yeah. umbrella experiment. Yeah, like a, a Mr. X, if you will, or a nemesis, but, like, normal looking. So, basically what... Jake Mueller, son of Albert Wesker, aka Poochie. Poochie, yeah. <laughs> AKA, what the fuck, yeah. Aka, yeah. Thanks, Spoiler Sherry. alert for fucking Resident Evil Six, in case you gave a shit. <laughs> yeah, in case you played one of three god awful playthroughs that you could choose from. I don't know the <laughs> Helena Leon one was good until you actually fought the uh, fucking uh, Metal Gear Solid. DARPA military yeah. bolo tie wearing fuck lord that turns into a face monster on the highway. I guess I wanted to say was it uh, Resident Evil 6 became the ridiculous bullshit. Yeah. And Don't Make Cry top. is still fantastic. It like, I feel like it stopped Yeah, before it could have really yeah. really got bad. <laughs> oh, oh man. <laughs> So, uh, you know, we <laughs> we move into Del May Cry 2, mm-hmm. which, honest moment, mm. I fucking hate Del May Cry 2, dude. I'm licking my lips. <laughs> I wish I was playing it right now. I never even <laughs> fucking beat it. I'm gonna make you beat it. <laughs> Fuck no, dude. I would rather eat, like, three-week-old KFC straight out of the bucket. Whatever, bro. 
you uh you fucking aerial launch an into there, do a quick double jump over him, and then do that move where like he like the rain down. Yeah, and then you just like fucking with the fucking weird legs spinning upside. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Spin Whatever move. the. What is that? Torrent down or some it. bullshit? <laughs> Don't, <laughs> Don't fucking worry about it. No one else remembers. Uh, which, by the way, fuck linear storylines. Like we said before, chronologically, Don't Make Cry 2 is the last of the series. I mean, that at goes, that point, it was linear. Yeah, exactly. So we go episode uh, 3 for episode 1. Mm-hmm. Episode 1 is 2. Episode 4 is 3. And episode 2 is 4, because fuck you. Yeah. Uh, there are massive creative changes here, such as Dante being an avid coin flipper, yeah. having a second playable character in the game, Lucia, Lucia, uh, which we'll touch on just briefly. I don't even remember. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, like, I the fact that she's there. She's there. <laughs> she's she's there. there. She had her own disc and her own story, but she you played in disc. all the same fucking environments. And that should have been, enemies. that should have been so fucking cool. Yeah. It should have been Resident Evil 2, yeah. but fucking Devil May Cry. Yeah. But it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah, you could have had, you know, uh, scenario A, scenario B, blah, blah, blah. You could have had, like, a fucking... But fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you! So, on top of all that shit, why not fucking make Heihachi Mishima pre-Zaibatsu? It's, like, it's, like, older Kazuya. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the end boss. Yeah, he... Why, Brent? Because fuck you! (laughs) Fuck you! So, this is likely because the series changes dev team dramatically. Which, by the way, Hideki Kamiya wasn't even asked to come back to work on Res- uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah. Fucking Del May Cry 2. He didn't even fucking know it was coming until the following year when they're like, Hey, let's uh, let's add some shit to Del May Cry 1. And, uh, by the way, throw in some uh, commercial shit there talking about Del May Cry 2. Yeah, we can make a game to provoke Del May Cry 2, but we're going to tell you until you put this shit out and play it yourself. <laughs> Fuck you, Kanye! Fuck yeah! You made us millions! Yeah. We're taking it all! Which, you know, somehow Brent and I believe that, like, Japanese developers and, like, the early they 2000s. Turned out <laughs> and also, like, Italian mafiosos. Yeah, like, like, yo, you gonna, you gonna disrespect the boss like that? Yeah, gonna, fuck you! You ain't paying your tribute, you're getting, you're getting, too, you're getting a little too, uh, little too, uh, uh liberal? Yeah. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you tell him. Yeah, you, you tell him, boss. You tell him. You tell him. You tell him. Yeah, yeah, you put him in his place. Yeah, tell him what happens when you disrespect the boss. Yeah. And Kamiya was like absolutely hurt and surprised that they did this because Help Me Cry One was still selling games at this time. I mean, that was like his baby. Yeah. And, I mean, he, it was. Because I mean, he yeah, was he, handed a fucking Resident Evil game and he made it a new series. Yeah, like. And Capcom did. Make millions. It's like he he had like a template to work from for Resident Evil Two, where that game got reworked significantly. The point they pretty much started from scratch. Yep. Um, at the time he was working on Resident Evil Two, I believe, or yeah. maybe maybe it was at the time he was working. Which on what would gave us gave us a lot of the chaos of Resident Evil Two, where we saw the explosion, saw more gunfire, like really maybe. got to see. Yeah. Like, he had a hand in making that a little bit more action-packed. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I was going to say is, like, he was jealous of fucking Dino Crisis, because that game was being made. Oh, fuck. He was like, man, I wish I was making Dino Crisis. That seems However, like it would be a game up his alley. You yeah. would think that, that would be the first game he made. That or, like, Blue Stinger. A game that was almost great. <laughs> the game that almost I'm talking made. about uh, Dino Crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blue Stinger was great. But then, yeah, he starts kind of doing his own thing with Bill yeah. McCry. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to kind of <clears throat> go fucking nuts with this. Yeah. 
And then Shinji Kami's like, hey, you know what? This isn't Resident Evil. However, yeah. again, this is fucking sweet. Yeah. Go make your shit. Go do this. Go make a fucking game. Make your you game. Have it. You have make it your game, Kamiya. Yeah, and he like, did. I will. So, however, he didn't in in uh, no. Devil May Cry Two. Not anymore. So they had some director that's totally lost the time. Like he's not credited at all on the finished copy or anything like that. But he made fifty percent of the game. He was director for fifty. You can of make the game. a you can make like a visual novel. Yeah. Where you play as like faceless anime man, yeah, dealing with Capcom business suits and yeah, and yeah. they're like make and like the end game is like make Devil May Cry two, but make it better than Devil May Cry one, and you're <laughs> and like you make S links, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So and then ultimately, you get lost the time fifty percent of the way through the game, and with an inc- like yeah. an entirely different writing team because Sugimura is no longer anywhere near Devil May Cry. Uh, in fact, they have uh, three writers for this. And uh, after getting about 50% of the way through, not really having any sort of uh, headway at all, uh, they they hand the job to Hideaki Utsuno, who gave us fucking Power Stone, Rival Schools, which, by the way, is one of my favorite fighting games ever, and uh, later Dragon's Dogma, which, again, great fucking game it's later really in game. life. I mean, obviously, really Power game. Stone and Rival Schools, they came well before Devil May Cry 2, and Dragon's Dogma would come well afterwards, but... So, I mean, like, this guy has proven on at least three different occasions he's a fucking great director. That's what he's doing. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's doing great. However, I think that, it, you know, the, the names Hideaki and Hideki, a <laughs> yeah. little too fucking close. <laughs> yeah. They had some, like, intern. Like, yeah, I get this report on uh, Hideki's desk. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, we gotta we got get him on Devil May Cry 2. We, uh, we fucked up. We fucked up. And so, you know, they, they go to fucking hire Hideki back, and Hideki's probably, I don't know, just like... Looking at titties on his office. Yeah. Thinking mm. about what would become Bayonetta or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And instead, like, you know, this, this poor intern that has, like, three teeth and no eyes <laughs> fucking feels the braille on the fucking office sign. He's like, oh... Hideki! That's weird. That, that E feels weird. Yeah, it's probably just a smudge. Don't and he fucking throws on Hideaki's desk and like Capcom's like, eh, it's fine. He gave us Power Stone. It's and, like, I don't care who's working on it. It's not somebody. <laughs> Close enough. Come on. Yeah, he's fine. His name's kind of similar. Whatever. But Don needs another hey, Devil May Cry. <laughs> how many, uh, what other games do you make? Oh, you know, just fighting games. Ah, Close enough! <laughs> Let's roll on. with it. Let's roll with the it. Kids love it. Come on. So... They also uh, had just been told, like, hey, just make it better and don't make Cry 1. So they only had, like, the first game to go off of, mm-hmm. as well as player complaints, which mainly were, uh, do you recall what they were? It's too hard. I want to play as Trish. Uh, I want to be Booby Girl. Yeah. yeah, literally, just like, I just want to play as Trish. That's, that's how it... Uh, were there that's... more? <laughs> Not worth mentioning, though. Like, uh, as far as, like, what the complaints were, yeah. uh, the camera sucked. That's true. I need and to the camera still it. sucks. Yeah, weird. Uh, mm. it's, it's probably a hard thing to nail down, really. Yeah, and I mean, the the funny thing is, is that as far as, like, the difficulty goes, it was mainly Japan players. So, oh, yeah. in Devil May Cry 2, they would actually lower the difficulty for everybody all around. They're like, fuck that, it's gonna be, like... Uh, pretty much like a little bit less than normal mode. Mm-hmm. Like it's gonna be, ooh, it's gonna be kind of difficult. Not really. Yeah, like, and the puzzles. You watched you play Devil May Cry one for like ten seconds before yep. you started. I got my fucking ass stomped. Yeah, exactly. 
And uh, on top of that, they were like, it was hard. I want to play as Trish. I want to play Devil May Cry 2 instead. So here's here's the thing. is that Devil May Cry 2 had an incredibly checkered release for several reasons, which uh, we're touching on here and there. But they relied heavily on those surveys done by the team to find areas to improve on. Um, which led us to them lowering the difficulty across the board, making puzzles like fucking just stupid. Yeah. Literally go over here, pick this up, now put it in the thing. Now go over there. And just put it in the thing. It's like, alright. Punch, punch with your sword Before you rock. open this store, this door, um, like the blue flames by hitting these blue orbs. <laughs> Good Do job. Two combo. <laughs> combo. Press the XXX and the YYY. <laughs> You'll be sucked. You'll be sucked. So this this leads to large, unvaried environments, like literally just like You're some in, like, guy brown town. I was gonna say literally like some dude is just sitting alone in his office in the white walls. He's got like one of those fucking artist berets on. And someone opens up the door and he just looks over his shoulder and he's like smearing shit all over the walls and they're like what are you working on and someone has to like translate in the corner like ah oh, he says he make a brown town <laughs> Which, uh, so, uh. and <laughs> they bow they bow like a hundred times and that's that's literally the first half of Del May Cry 2 it's yeah. this guy's version of Brown Town. You're in, you're in Brown Town, and then like you go to like Gra- Lucia's grandma's house, which is gray. Welcome to Grayville, bitch. <laughs> and then that blows up for some reason. Tell me, guy, what And then uh, you go underground in Catacomb Land. Yeah, which is just like dirt. Then you go and fight a uh, Shinsahu or whatever the fuck that Gabagool uh, monster. <laughs> he's he's one of the bosses in uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse. Straight up. Yeah. Did you ever play SMT Four A? And not Apocalypse now. Oh, dude, that game is so much better than SMT4. Fucking fight me! Yeah, I'm yeah, sure no, a lot of people yeah, are yeah. gonna fight you. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people uh, played. Dude, it's either gonna be both or <laughs> one person. Okay, it's either one or two people. I'll fucking take you. Shut up, bitch. Anywho, so uh, what they what they did is obviously, like I said, they downplayed the puzzles. Uh, they generally changed the mechanics of the game. The camera, of course, was uh, was changed, but this was not actually one of the gripes. They lowered the difficulty. They uh, they had incredibly weak weapon design. The enemies and bosses require little yeah. to no strategy. Stay uh, just tank and spank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep hitting them. They're not going to hit you. Talking about um, weapons. Yeah, it was just like literally this just longer. Strong, yeah, just this stronger, stronger, but yeah. shorter. <laughs> oh. Um, and then guns, oh. breast. <laughs> yeah, here is your guns. So, literally, just some of the fucking most plain-ass bullshit ever. One good thing they did add, though, like, for being fair here, Mm -hmm. um, was, like, it had a dedicated dodge button. Yeah. Um, It's a good idea. And, like, the amount of animations they had for Dante's, like, the dodging, like, it was Mm -hmm. pretty fucking cool. And, like, it was, uh, like, context-sensitive and, like, how you're pressing the stick. So, if, like, you're locked onto somebody and you're sidestepping and then you start, like... Dodging, you do like fucking sweet cartwheels. Yeah, you pull, uh, you pull a Trinity. Yeah, from the yeah. Matrix. Yes. Yeah. And then like, if you're doing backwards, like he does, like you do like three like back handstand, and then like <laughs> there's like a flourish one that like once you do three, like he does like a like a pretty like, Ender flip. Show me. 
Yeah. <laughs> in real yeah, life. In real life, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, but there's not enough room in here. Oh, okay. I could. That's what I'm I've saying. I've done it before. I'm a I trampoline. Do it all the time. So, honestly, the biggest mistake, and this is, like, resounding across the world, yeah. massive change to Dante's personality that we oh, already yeah. touched on. I'm a flip a fucking coin! Yeah. <laughs> and he never talks, really. He's, he he talks... It. He just, like, nods. He's like, oh. I think he might oh. talk just a smidge more than Ryan Gosling in Drive. Probably. Like, maybe has, like, ten Maybe not lines. even as much. Oh. Yeah. If we're being real. Yeah, we're being real. <laughs> we're being real. It's we like keep it real here on podcast for two people. Right, exactly. Like, this is straight up the most notorious DMC. Um, <clears throat> is it? Yeah, it made yeah. the most disappointing game of 2003. That's by GameSpot. And uh, made lists of the biggest disappointments in video games everywhere. And I pulled that quote, that whole tagline and everything. That is from Unified Gamers Online, which you probably don't fucking remember because IGN bought them up. Sucked uh, it up. Yep, just... <laughs> they were essentially just an online gamer forum. They did reviews, they did interviews, etc., etc. Uh, now almost entirely monopolized by IGN, Kotaku. That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Maybe fuck it. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> albeit a cataclysmic reception, there was still a lot of positive feedback. Like, some enjoyed the fresh control scheme, the uh, dynamic camera, idea of a second character on their own desk with their own story. Like, that's a cool idea. Now imagine if we had another Turok cartridge and you got to play as uh, the raptor <laughs> that you stabbed. Um, did you play Turok 3? No, I should have. In the beginning of the I'm game, sorry. you got to select between one or the other character. Who's the other character? There's a not Joshua Firesy, but his son. Oh, that's cool. I can't remember his name. And then like his daughter. You play like there's like a Fireseed siblings. Oh, that's fucking. So like sweet. the Turok two Turok yeah. is like retired. Yep. And he's like, all right, shit's getting fucked up. Spoiler uh-huh. alert: he dies early on. Yeah. And then it's like okay, but it's like spirit materialized. It's like hey, yeah. you gotta you gotta fix this shit. You're There's both, dinosaurs everywhere! You're both, you're both Turok now. You're both Turok. Anyways. <coughs> yes, so... Uh, <laughs> it was a good game. It was, I liked it. Right? Overall, Devil May Cry 2 did make the UK's top 10 for the first half of 2003. And uh, by March 2003, 1.4 million copies were sold worldwide. And another 300,000 by the end of third quarter 2006. Uh, which is, you know... Normal, because some people do love smelling farts. You'll get yours, Tyler. <laughs> Fuck you, Brent. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Why don't you go, fa? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things. It's like, they were relying on something that Hideki Kami had made. Yeah. Except they did not have him. Right. And, uh... When Hideki Kamiya touches something, it turns to platinum. It, does. <laughs> it turns to platinum, bitch! That's a good one! It's a good one! So, you know what I missed the most about Don't May Cry 2? Nothing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and honestly, like the, the personality thing was, I think, the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Um, like, Don't Make Cry 1, Dante really had, like, a lot of great lines. <laughs> yeah, he did. Like, that script was just immaculate. Mm-hmm. Like, Sugimura, uh, if you're out there... Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. From a very heartfelt <clears throat> podcast for two people, thank you. Right. 
Now, the one thing that I would say that Devil May Cry 2 did better than Devil May Cry 1 is the actual ending was a bit better. You actually remember the ending? Yeah, actually, I, I actually had to go back and watch <laughs> yeah. the ending. I played through that game like seven, like a lot, and I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> uh, you fight Heihachi, yep. you know, he fucking... You fight his weird, like, boss rush amalgamation. Yep, that's, like, fucking weird. I remember waking up during that fight watching you play, I'm like, oh, fuck, oh, it's still going on. And then, like, you know, you get out, and you're like, <laughs> yeah! And then, like, it turns out that Argus does end up fucking connecting the light or whatever the fuck in his tower and then you fight a different fucking boss like Shin Argus or something which does kind of beat the snot out of Devil May Cry 1's ending where you fight the guy that was supposed to like that had killed your dad mm -hmm. Mundus Mundus who was like terrifying didn't didn't didn't, didn't Sparrow just kind of die yeah not yeah. like get killed yeah 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 that, well, I mean, he had, like, fucked up your dad's shit. Your dad fucked him up. <clears throat> essentially sealed him away. And Moonus is like, I'm going to come through this statue now. Anywho, uh, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a good correction. But you know how you fight Moonus in the first one? Oh. Because it ain't with your fucking sword. Isn't it? At like, least for half of it. Isn't it like a almost like a shmup? Section? It is a shmup. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hundred percent a shmup. It's like, a rail it's a rail system shmup. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's not Del May Cry. And then you have like a harrowing escape the castle sequence. Yeah, so like as soon as that happens you have one of our favorite fucking lines. I should have been the one to fill your dark soul with light. And then of course you uh you can't really fucking forget. You have five fucking minutes to get the hell out of this castle. Woo! Better leave my mom's amulet here mm. and uh, my dad's fucking sword. Fucking legendary world. Nick's sword. dead girl. She'll need him. Yeah. And he fucking leave. You run away. Everything like that. Fucking floor falls out from underneath you. You fucking end up in this cavern. And then Moonus is like, I'm not dead, bitch. And he comes from hell to fight you. And then Trish is like, I'm not dead, bitch. And she comes out and she's like, here, Dante, take my powers. Yeah. Use and this. And she fucking has her dad's sword on her back, but she just, like, gives you her magic because she's a sorcerer. Who cares? And then you fucking blam on Moonus and then he immediately dies again. He's like, oh, no, guns. <laughs> my weakness. <laughs> and then, you know, how are you going to get out of this mess? Because they ain't no fucking jet ski. Which, by the way, I just want to interject that I'm pretty fucking sure that Resident Evil 4 did actually end up being Del May Cry. Yeah. Think about that. Think about the that. island is exploding. Mm -hmm. You just beat the end boss. You were given a special thing. Yeah, you I saved mean, the granted, girl. Yeah, you saved the girl, which, of course, uh, obviously you always get, like, the thing to kill the thing at the end of Resident Evil games. It's just how it goes. It's, a, it's an old Resident Evil tradition. Yep. Get the rocket launcher. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, anywho... Um, but it's not a jet ski, Brent. It's a fucking, like, World War One era biplane. Yeah. With machine guns on it. Yeah, like fucking... Fucking tails miles per hour. Yes, it does! <laughs> and, uh, you know, then you fucking ride it through a cave. Mm -hmm. Hitting rocks, because you're not going to be able to shoot those things in time. I don't fucking care who you are. And it handles, like, fucking shit. You know why? Because they'll make cars out of fucking schmuck. No. It's not. But uh, you get through, and then you're gifted with what? This fantastic fucking line. The sky! It's so clear! 
sky is fair. It'll always be above everyone's head, no different. Like the sky. I feel like my heart is becoming clear. Let's not forget, though, the Underworld's evil is still alive. They will someday return. There's no need to worry, right? Because the world has the legendary Dark Knight Dante. And his sidekick. So, wow, that was just absolutely, like, much better of an ending than Don't Make Cry 1. Uh-huh. It falls way short. Now, sure. I happen to think that it's, you know, probably just needed a chance at redemption and, like, making a Don't Make Cry game that he was there in the beginning and not just, like, <laughs> handed a pile of dog shit you know and, like, funny? make I think, it not stink. I think I, this morning, I think I watched the Don't Make Cry 2 ending and I oh, already yeah. fucking forgot. <laughs> but right now I'm kind of remembering, it's, but, like... Yeah, uh, if, um, if I could simply... Uh, Dante, yeah, Dante, no, Dante doesn't come back. Dante gets stuck in hell, finds a motorcycle, because, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and then he's like, I'm going to go find fucking blah, blah, blah. And he just rides, and then it shows Lucia with his coin. She's like, this head's on both sides. And then she's in different clothes, and And she's she's in in his shop. rugged biker gear or something. Yeah, and she's in his shop, and she's like, I always waited for him waiting for the day he came back and then she like flips his coin says like a fucking line and then she runs out the door as the coin like falls on the ground it's like you're gonna make that the ending of the series like I mean overall like that's not what they planned they left it open for him to come back and well, Devil May Cry 3 well could you imagine if, if like they did a Devil May Cry 3 and like Dante suffers a Virgil-esque fate Right, and then he plays Lucia. Right, and then maybe somebody else, too. But then, like, who would, who else would you play as? Which is kind of hard to follow up with, because nobody gave a shit. Right, yeah. Lucia, unfortunately. She could have been really cool. Yeah. Though, I feel like you'd probably end up running into what I like to call a human centipede mm-hmm. tragedy there, where, like, you're essentially just eating what the last thing shat out. You're not right. making anything new. It's, you're not getting any nutrition out of that, really. Just, no, yeah. There's just shit. No substance. Yeah. And, like, no flair. It's literally just garbage. So, what would Itsuno do instead? He'd make a fucking platinum hit. Yeah. Make the shining diamond of the Devil May Cry series. It really is. By going back and making a prequel with Devil May Cry 3. This is when the game is finally stylish! Which is, uh... Three like, S's. Yeah, that's three S's. That's three S's. It's a uh, triple S rank for your, uh, fucking combos... They get real fucking nuts, as you know. You have a three-pronged nunchuck made out of a frozen dog, and you have like uh, fucking guns, braster style swords. Got a braster. fucking anti-tank rifle. Yeah. You have uh, angel-blessed fist and foot weapons known as Beowulf. Known as big dumb fisters. I fucking love big dumb fisters. I gotta say, dude, like in Don't Make Cry One, uh-huh. I pretty much only used it for yeah. And that's probably what got me killed most of the time. Well, you had to use, like, certain weapons and certain enemies. Yeah. Yeah, some dumb But I'd shit. be like, nah. Nah. Yeah, I'll make it work. Yeah, yeah, like, I love Final Fantasy. Give me that Ifrit. Um, and that's that's the other thing, though, is that this game is like, you know what? Use whatever fucking weapon you want, bitch. On top of that, they're Just like... Don't make Cry 2 is like that. <laughs> 
Fuck off, Brent. No one cares. <laughs> uh, Agni Rudra. Mm-hmm. Fucking so cool. I also couldn't put that weapon down. Uh, the cool, laser like, beam gun. Uh, Artemis. Like, yeah, it was like a fucking... Was it, was, it was yeah. an alien gun. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, it was Why fucking not? Yeah, we don't have a BFG, but we got a charge shot thing that ricochets everywhere. Fuck and you. It's like, you can miss that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sitting there. Just leave it there. We had to do like the three trials. The, yeah. I like, don't want to say them because I'll fuck them up. One or two of them were like optional, but then like if you like, yeah. like big dick stick it out, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that third one. And they're kind of rough. Like they, with Don't Make Cry 3. I remember. Like Watch. they bring back that, that difficulty. That difficulty. It's, it's, I feel like it's, it was, it was like a just right. Oh yeah. Kind of difficulty where it's like, yes, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. However, you're better equipped to deal with it. It's a little There's more There's a lot refined. more fucking substance. You have more. Game. You have more to work with, yeah. and it's like a better, time, like tighter controls. And like game actually, starts off, and it's like mini boss time, bitch. Yeah. Like you fight that uh, that giant like Grim Reaper guy. Yeah. Yeah. Made out of sand. Yeah, a bunch of sand. People. Yeah, we open up fucking Tuscan mummy gun mummies. <laughs> like Sorry. we we open up and Dante's just like. Chewing on pizza, having a good time. Chilling. Uh, a fucking guy named Arkham. Fucking, fucking Arkham crashes in on a motorcycle. <laughs> no, he comes no, in he looking like a goddamn birthmark yeah. fucking piece of shit. Like he was just eating the booty, but the booty <laughs> ate back. <laughs> the booty definitely ate back. <laughs> and he's like, hello, Dante. Don't ask what I've been doing the past few hours. <laughs> it's not eating booty. No, it's not I what it was. I never eat booty. I never do that. <laughs> And then he just, like, touches Dante's desk and fucking flips the shit. And Dante's like, I'm still gonna eat my pizza. He's like, yo. <laughs> you know what You know what that pizza was covered in, Brent? Delicious, delicious cheese. Which, by the way, people, Brent doesn't fucking eat pizza with cheese. He doesn't really fuck with cheese at all. Instead, he just eats a lot of fucking fungus. Alright, three things, Tyler. What? You uh, uncultured fucking one, swine. I do eat cheese, so you're wrong. Yeah. Two. Am I? Mushrooms are fucking great. And three. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck yeah. So Dante was also revamped with new fighting styles, weapons, and animations. And, Uh like, I feel like uh, because it was so open, you could actually have, like, a favorite style and, like, your own way to play the game, which is really important considering the fact uh, the game is you know, about style. Yeah. And everyone needs their own style. What's, what's your style? Uh, actually, I'm glad you asked. It's uh, Trickster and uh, Royal Guard. Because I need to block because I'm a little bitch. I, you know, I, w- I would, if I were to play that game right now, I'd probably go go hard in on Guns, Guns Master. Mmm, that was so fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, funny, funny thing, too, uh, that I had brought up to you, and I actually, like, countered your point. Mm-hmm. See, uh... I recently found out while doing this research that you and your friend could actually play Del May Cry 3 together. Yeah. Uh, there was a style late in the game after you get Quicksilver, which is after the uh, horse-drawn carriage fight, which is kind of a fucking bitch. It launches missiles because, you know, horse-drawn carriages yeah. just So I was thinking of a Dark Souls fucking 2 boss. Uh, Sorry. Go on. Go on. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it, instead of fighting that bullshit uh, or opening up the coffin that just gives you tits... 
Um, in Devil May Cry 3, you fight a fucking horse-drawn carriage, fires missiles at you, and after that, uh, you get the Quicksilver style. A little ways after that, you end up getting the Doppelganger style, mm -hmm. which essentially just makes a Shadow Clone Jutsu version of Devil, uh, Devil May Cry's Dante. Danny. Danny. <laughs> Danny. <laughs> and, uh, your friend could literally plug in their controller and fucking press start, and they could just play with you. Yeah. Like, that's just... What? And then, like... And then you had told me... Yeah, I told you. Um, uh, late in the game, uh, Dante teams up with Virgil to fight the true big, bad, evil, big, 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 bad man. Yes. Who's actually Arkham. Who's actually Joker? Yeah. Uh, Jester. I thought Joe Jester, sorry. However, it's the same fucking thing. Same fucking thing. Um, I'd like to go out on a limb here and just say... Uh, that game is one of two reasons that gave me fucking chlorophobia. I had fucking nightmares of Jester. I, I would draw pictures of him as a kid. Uh -huh. um, something that I'll never get out of my head. And uh, I pointed this out when I we did our playthrough. I saw says, like, big poopy man on top. Big poopy man. <laughs> He's the big poopy man. But, uh, no, I pointed this out in our playthrough that's as still up on our YouTube. Tyler, age 24. <laughs> That's not it, though. I'm not done. But, uh, yeah, no, um, I pointed this out on our playthrough that's still up on our YouTube. It was, like, the first playthrough we were, we were attempting uh -huh. uh, until Brent crushed my hopes and dreams. Yep. Um, which I'm sure he will take the time to fucking point out uh -huh. since I've been shitting on his lap the whole time. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, there's there's a part <laughs> in Don't Make Cry... <laughs> there's a part in Don't Make Cry 3 where Jester pops out, says some garbage to Dante... And then, like, as he's, like, up on the ceiling and Dante's, like, shooting at him, he, like, skitters backwards. And it's this creepy camera angle where it's yeah. over Jester's um, shoulder from the back. And, like, Dante firing up at him towards your point of view. And him, like, just doing this weird shimmy back. Yeah, it's like a fucking crab walk or something. Isn't it's, it? uh, well, he's, he's ducked down in a back. Oh, yeah. And he's walking, he's just skittering backwards. And I don't know why. It's like... Like, moonwalking times ten. Yeah, and it is, uh, is for some reason, always just fucking terrified me, and, like, I just don't like the character. The other one, of course, being everybody else's source for chlorophobia, it. Right. When I was a kid. Uh, That's clown phobia, isn't it? For the... <laughs> yeah, the phobia of chloros. <laughs> yeah, chloros. Oh. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, but, yeah, late in yeah. the game, uh... Yeah, you team up with Virgil mm -hmm. after he kicks your ass a bunch of times. Yeah. He's like, oh, fine, I'll help you, Dante. His fucking voice is atrocious. Oh, looks like you need my help after all. Dear brother. Oh, and then, um, yeah. Because you got I was going to surprise you if we actually got to that point in the playthrough. I'm like, guess what, bitch? I'm, I'm fucking Virgil. I'm Virgil. I'm Virgil. Because aside, aside from uh, my, my brother, brother, who actually showed me the Devil May Cry series and claims up and down that he is the edgy brother Virgil and I am the one to fill the girl with the with the light. Um. Yeah. Uh, but I said you couldn't, because you couldn't beat that fucking bat, bitch. So I did my first try. You. No big deal. What's the, what's the name of that episode called, Brent? Uh, Devil May Cry 3. The master of video games. Uh, you forsook the uh, the the titling of uh, putting parts right. Like it's not like part. Yeah, I was like, this is this this playthrough has gotten out of hand. It's its own episode. It's its <laughs> yeah. own series this now. Is, this is, is the master thing, of video right? games. Welcome to.
I, uh, I honestly tried that bitch like 12 times. I'm pretty sure there's a part in there where I'm like trying and like the last time I do it before Brent tries it, she's like talking like, fuck you. And then like I go in and immediately get my taint tapped and then you try it like you almost beat it the first time. I did beat it the first no. time. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Go watch the fucking video. I don't watch our videos, Brent. <laughs> go watch it again because I made it. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck <laughs> you! Because I, I almost died, though. I will give you that. <laughs> Fuck. I did, I did do it my first try. Uh, uh, there were many amends to Don't Make Cry 3 in that aspect that yeah. uh, obviously brought the difficulty up uh, to like levels of Don't Make Cry 1 in the West, but actually kept it relatively low. Uh, for the Eastern players, those of Japan. Um, camera movement was brought in that was uh, more akin to number two, mm -hmm. uh, but a little touched up. Later, uh, like a year later, uh, you had the ability to play as Virgil in the special edition released uh, in 2006. Maybe that might have been like... Um, well, he had his own story. Yeah, yeah. He had his own like thing. Like So in the original version, you could step in as Virgil in the end? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so, like, um, aside from the tweaking and gameplay, they also tweaked the marketing campaign. Millions of dollars went into the commercials and magazines. Like, you were just getting, like, fucking butt rock, babes, badasses. That was everywhere. There were also so many interviews before its release. Like, it was fucking everywhere. And what did it do? It made a huge splash. You know? It yeah, was I remember, fucking like nuts. I was like, damn, I should get that game. <laughs> yeah, the commercials were fucking great. Yeah. Honestly. And, like, I... I oh, fuck. I remember we accidentally bought Don't Make Cry 2. And uh, <laughs> I had played it for a couple hours. And, and I was the like, time I, uh, I tried buying Hunter the Reckoning Wayward for Xbox. Oh, yeah. But I had just regular Hunter the Reckoning. They put that in the box instead. <laughs> and I was like, whatever. <laughs> fuck it. So then I went back and actually got the game. Right? Well, like, the funny thing is, like, I remember I played that, and I was like, I'm going to go play an actually good game. <laughs> Chaos Legion. <laughs> Which I don't even fucking, you know, if you're listening to this, maybe you're one of two fucking people that actually bought this game. The other person. Yeah, yeah, the, the, actual, other the actual other person in the world who played it. Right. Um, I know my brother played it. He thought it was fucking dope. But basically, yeah. he played as uh, Dante with more spiky anime-style hair. His hair was red. Uh, his jacket was white. Uh, you can see where I'm going with this. <laughs> he had he had a long sword, and he did lots of combos, but he didn't have, like, a lot of weapons. Instead, he had um, the Chaos Legion, which were, like, different emotions that you leveled up that were basically JoJo's Bizarre Adventure stands. Like, mm -hmm. you had Hatred that were, like, these big-ass fucking burly tank guys. They were really they would, muscular, like, but also, like, feminine-looking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, JoJo's characters. Really beautiful, beautiful chiseled men. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're, uh, you're David, if you will. <laughs> so, anyway, like, uh, no little peens, though. <laughs> All big dicks! Anyway, so, like, you know, like, you, you're fucking, like, trudging through this game, and it is incredibly difficult... And uh, this this game would actually be kind of like, what do I want to say, um, compared to Del May Cry, you yeah. know, as far as like the extreme combat goes. And uh, I wish more people would have played that. Maybe we'd be able to get an HD remaster or remake, but I don't think we'll ever fucking so, see like, I, it. I like just I like found out about that game on a lark like a few weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of sad I never fucking brought it up. Honestly, yeah. like uh, you had hatred, you had guilt. Which uh, were like seven about, like, fucking nights. I'm all about digging up weird like PS2 oddities. 
Uh, we're going to play Sh uh, Shadow Hearts then. Yeah. Because that is a JRPG that you need to play. Okay. And it's also not Don't May Cry. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, Ruben Langdon performed motion capture and voice acting for Dante in Devil May Cry 3, which gave us that Dante we were fucking craving, but also not exactly, like, the Dante we necessarily wanted. Yeah, he was... He, ooh. he went, like, <laughs> well, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Devil May Cry shit. 4 Dante was a bit much, too. Yeah. Like, dude, you're fucking fighting Cerberus, where you get the ice nunchucks. Yeah. Kill him. What do you do immediately after that? Sick katas. You surf on a rocket. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess not necessarily immediately after. Yeah, because, like, Lady comes in, she's like, fuck you, Dante, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shoots a rocket at him, he's like, yeah, all right. And he surfs on it, he's literally... Hey, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But at the same time, I fucking loved it. At, at the same time, time, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Surf a fucking rocket, Dante. Yeah. You stupid son of a bitch. I love you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you were, like, a, a diehard Devil May Cry fan at that point, you know, like, maybe you were in your 20s when you first picked up Devil May Cry 1, and then, like, you know, you got 2, and you're like, what the fuck? And then you play 3, like, I would imagine you were probably the most confused adult. <laughs> like, you What's going on with yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, you don't know... What country you live in anymore? You don't know who your parents are. Don't know what year it is? Where did she get that birthmark? Yeah. Whose, whose blood is this? Why can't I die? Why can't I die? Whose footprints are these? <laughs> so Ruben Langdon was incredibly confused by the direction yeah. team. Like he didn't know what the fuck they wanted. So he just like gave it his own spin, mm -hmm. which is why Dante is... Uh, you can't really say it is why, the, like, he is the way he is. Right. Because, I mean, he just did the motion capture. He so, like, so, didn't he? Like, I mean, he did the motion capture and the voice acting. Yeah. But, like, you gotta remember that they were like, okay, I guess you're gonna surf this rocket. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know, I guess you're gonna be eating pizza. Yeah. Okay, I guess you're gonna have blades stuck in your arms. You know, like, doing the shit. Uh, I mean, when I when I think of uh, Ruben Langdon, I think of the really sweet, kind of cocky uh, trench coat flip that he does, like mm -hmm. when he fucking flows it uh, to his sides and grabs his guns, mm -hmm. and when he's fucking twisting the guns around and shit, like skinning that on the uh, on the sides and shit like that. Like that's definitely like Ruben Langdon's spin, but also like some of the lines that he would say, probably his own spin. Right. Interesting thing about Ruben Langdon. Yeah. He went on to voice a character in Disaster, Day of Crisis. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Ruben mm. Langdon. You Wait a it. second. You told me that forever ago. That's kind of like just kind of dawning on mm -hmm. me. So maybe that wasn't such a bad thing. <laughs> and overall, Devil May Cry 3 had a very good ending. It was reminiscent of like a Kurosawa film where you have like the two brothers are like, <sighs> brother. <laughs> and then Dante's like, brother. And then, you know, they fucking... Aah! They run towards each other. Dante's way fucking cooler. Way fucking faster. Yeah, you, fuck he, your Virgil and your fucking Marvel vs. Capcom bullshit. He's on up. every goddamn fucking edgy kid's team. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of it. It's like, I got Virgil. I got Albert Wesker. And then whoever the fuck else you want to put on that team. It's probably Stryker because you're like, I also Doom. like ninjas. Yeah. Strider. Doom. Anywho, so you you had this like really sweet showdown, and then he's like, oh, "I'm gonna 
Stay here. It's uh, where our father lived. <laughs> I'll go into hell. You can't take the amulet from me. If it's my smart. father could do it, so can I. Ugh. Yeah, so, I mean, Virgil's voice kind of ruins the fucking thing, honestly. I mean, it's just too nasally. So, after some cheesy what, lines... What did you say? It was, like, it, was like a, it was like a more nasally, pissy Wesker? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Complete. Global. Saturation. Saturation. And then you have to press the quick time event to not get impaled by his, like... Fisker. Fucking... His, his fucking... Uh, blaster. <laughs> fingering. I was gonna say his fucking, like... Panther T- paw. Is his T one thousand ass shit oh, yeah, or fucking yeah. whatever the Pretty, fuck? Yeah, I'm so powerful now. <laughs> Tiger uppercut. <laughs> you'll go. never, you'll never survive my shot for my killer seven. <laughs> my scoped forty four mag still going. <laughs> I fucking love it. Honestly, like we need to play, we need to play Resident Evil Zero. Unlock Albert Wesker and then just do a whole playthrough where like yeah. the the progenitor virus is mine. <laughs> this started out with like the Rebecca and Billy's ending. Like yeah, we beat it. Now the real game begins. Hello. <laughs> I'll be taking it from here. <laughs> Wesker plays Resident Evil Zero. So after some cheesy lines and a little tear, uh, a fucking dope battle during the credits, which you can actually unlock. Uh, a secret ending where you get to see the start of Dante's uh, demon hunting business and the fate of Virgil. This is only unlocked if you beat at least a hundred demons during the end credit scene. Okay. Yeah, weird, right? So you you kill a hundred demons. You get to see Dante open up his uh, his store that you actually see in Devil May Cry. That's infancy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, or like which, I was thinking, like Devil May Cry three, like you see in the beginning. Right. Yeah. So like. He names a, he names his shop after that because of a conversation that he has with Lady, mm. where she's like, "Are you crying?" And he's like, "No, it's just some rain." She's like, "It stopped raining a while ago." And he's like, "Devils never cry." Yeah. She's like, "It's okay to cry after you lose a loved one, you know. Maybe devils may cry." And then, which I fucking hate that yeah, like whole pretty, trope. It's pretty shitty. Right. Wow, yeah. this mission's impossible! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I fucking hate it, man! It just makes me so angry. It's not like, oh, he's sad, he's sad. I'm like, yeah, I remember Family Guy. No, it's like, yeah, congratulations on that wonderful lady. Oh, yeah, Dante and uh, Lady say as they both look to the camera, like, ah? Yeah. I could deal with that. Like, yeah. if Snake was like, it appears that I've become a snake eater. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I guess. Who's gonna stop this twin snake? <laughs> we truly are the sons of liberty. Yeah. Now that we have the guns of the patriots, <laughs> no one can stop us. Now that I'm a cyber no. ninja, back up, back I up. suffer from revengeance. <laughs> back the fuck up. What? Guns of the Patriots actually does fucking happen, I'm pretty goddamn sure. Uh, Except it's said by an ocelot, I believe. Right? Right. I mean, Silent Hill's okay, because guess what? Town takes place in Silent Hill. But if, like, Resident Evil was like, we have to rid this place of its Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Three. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, I'm done. I think every game I'm going to make is going to do that. Even right. if it's, like, numbered sequels. Like, yeah. we truly were the... 
Last Warriors 4. <laughs> and there's, of course, four, you know? No. Yeah, there's, there's got to be four characters. Or, like, there were four. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, someone gets shot in the fucking head immediately. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> Holy shit. So, anyway, uh... Virgil, in his ending, he charges off to fight Mundus, which it doesn't explicitly well. say that he fights Mundus, but it's three red it's eyes. It's, it's three red really eyes, late. and he says, It's time for me to fight the Prince of Darkness. If for my yet, father could yeah. do it, I could do it too. Oh, so this is the Prince of Darkness. Huh? So he charges off to fight Mundus, where he would ultimately fail and then become he, the enemy named His glasses Black Knight. fell off. Yeah. Ooh, no, oh, no, my, my glasses. glasses. So he would ultimately fail and become the enemy named Black Knight, which you see in Chapter 4 of Devil May Cry 1 in the chapter titled... Black Knight. Black Knight. Uh, strangely Sorry, enough, he, he ends up wielding a blade that is similar to Sparta's blade uh, when he finds him as a Black Knight, uh, which, by the way, that movie was great. And uh, <laughs> a fucking quote from that movie is when uh, two... Two uh, fucking vagrants in a jail cell with Martin Lawrence are like, I hear the Black Knight spews flames from his mouth and is cloaked in shadows. To which Martin Lawrence replies, See, now that's why you don't drink your own urine. And that's all I remember from that movie. We're going in on Black Knight. So, uh, I also remember uh, fucking uh, Blue Streak. That's um, a good one. Yeah. So let's fast forward to the year 2008, which is after the time in which Mike and I actually aired. A time devoid of Martin Lawrence films. <laughs> which is really too bad. <laughs> it's really too bad. Yeah. So, like, it, but, like, first and foremost. Okay, well, I was going to correct me. Um, actually, Big Mama's oh House 3 came out. <laughs> I will kindly put a Raging Bull 50 caliber magnum in my mouth and then just. Let Brent pull the trigger. I'll do it. I'll do it for you. So, uh, but something I did want to touch up on though is uh, the uh, the look of uh, Devil May Cry 3's Dante mm -hmm. kind of solidified him across like the gamescape, if you will, which is a really fucking stupid word. The gamescape is the name. I totally apologize for using it immediately. The gamescape is the name of a. Uh... <laughs> The place the battle toads fight oh, in the Super Nintendo. I thought you were game. gonna say it's the setting for the show reboot. <laughs> Do yes. you remember reboot? I remember reboot. Reboot had a bad ending. Dude, she won. Reboot got everyone depressing. died. Yeah. Everyone fucking died. That's your. That's a Canadian action cartoon for you. Ooh, for children. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh, no. sorry, kids. Looks like <clears throat> the bad guys win this day. Oh shit! We're all dying. Yeah. Bye bye. That's it for us. Good try though. Oh, fuck. You sure tried your best. That's all we ask of you. Oh, fuck. Whoop, sorry. Anywho, so, uh, the, the big thing, though, that I was that I was kind of getting on to is uh -huh. that uh, Dante's look that he had in Devil May Cry 3 is then so kind of... So him in the gamescape. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it reverberates everywhere. Uh -huh. It ripples to the gamescape. Yeah. <laughs> Wow! 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 So, what, what I'm what I'm saying is that uh, you see some iteration of Dante where in Devil May Cry One he's got more like I don't know like vampire lord clothes on. Yeah, like he definitely looks like every Sunday like instead of going to church he goes over to his buddy Michael's house and they play uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Which but he should. comes in character. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, his brother comes, but his brother's like, I'm gonna roll as a duke. (laughs) (laughs) It's actually Virgil. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead. uh, I'm gonna roll to suck the virgin's blood (laughs) from her thigh. If you do that too long, you will break the masquerade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck! Oh, shit. So... But, uh, roughly, Dante has showed up in, like, at How least... How many games? At least ten. That were not Devil May Cry games. Yes. Yeah. That is aside from, like, literally every iteration of Devil May Cry. One, two, three, four, and DMC Devil May Cry, and yeah, that's, that's the actual title. We'll get to that. But yeah, at least ten other games, including two Marvel vs. Capcom games. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Beautiful Fucking Joe... He was in Beautiful Joe. Uh, he was in um, X Zone, which is kind of like Marvel like vs. Capcom. X-Zone. Yeah, Project X Zone. Uh, <clears throat> he shows up in like Shin Megami Tensei Three, Nocturne, uh, which actually him? I kind of found a reason why. Because of the artists, yeah, they kind of like switched artists or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because that, the artist for Nocturne designed uh, Devil May Cry Three. Devil Trigger. Yeah. It, it, he did the double triggers. Yeah. I'm bleeding. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, so I'm bleeding all over your bed. No, <laughs> my um, fucking futon. <laughs> my fucking futon. My button. <clears throat> but yeah, no, so he that, that artist uh, designed the devil trigger animation uh, or the devil trigger devils mm-hmm. and everything like that. And so it only makes sense. Hey, let's throw uh, Dante in here. Yeah. Which uh, is a very hard fight, if I remember right. You fight him several times and yeah, they get harder. Yeah, harder and, and harder and harder. Like, Eventually, if you play your cards right, or you, I, don't, I can't remember what you have to do, but you can get Dante in your too. team. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah, you should have Dante uh, in your team. And of course, now we're probably somewhat familiar with the internet babe yeah. of uh, featuring Dante from Devil May Cry. That originates from Nocturne. Yeah, yeah, and I can go again, pull my copy of it right now and show you. Right, and if, again, like I said, like there are a lot of fucking games that he's shown up in and like that is like at the least those were like literal not me <clears throat> yeah yeah games. produced games that he was actually at least featured in um yeah like th- this is this is a time in which he also ends up getting anime adaptations uh manga adaptations written by bingo Moriyashi. He uh, was the sole writer going into uh, Devil May Cry 4. Mm-hmm. Um, came in on uh, Devil May Cry 2. Uh, and uh, had also worked as part of the crew for Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Uh, but would ultimately end up following uh, Isuno into his other uh, other games. Including Dragon's Dogma way later on. Um, but his scripts would actually be used to make the light novels, manga... Uh, just a lot of shit. A lot of shit. And Devil May Cry 4 would also end up having its own manga adaptation, which, let's go ahead and get into Devil May Cry 4. Yeah. Um, so, we drop the D and we pick up the Nero. Why? Fuck you! Um, to be fair, Nero was a lot of fun to play as. Yeah, he had Devil Bringer. It was fucking... Max that, was, that was cool. It was pretty fun to, like, time your, like, revving, and then, like, okay, now I'm mm-hmm. at fucking level 3 charge, and I can do some sick-ass hits here. Which, uh, what do you think that, what do you, what would you say that that game is kind of close to? Like, as far as action-wise. Combat. 
not be in it. <laughs> right. But it's trying to be. Yeah. That's the big thing. Well, that game came out before Bayonetta. Right. It's trying to be like Hideki Kamiya's like original visions and things like yeah. that. Now, Don't May Cry yeah. uh, was just like starting to go down this path mm-hmm. where it was like getting a little bit closer to uh, like Hideki Kamiya's uh, outlandish ideas and stuff like that. <clears throat> Which we this would not be the last time, but nearly the last time that, that we would see that. So we follow Nero for like half the game. We bounce between him and Dante, and Dante's like God mode Dante, but not like the end Dante that we would see in Don't Make Right Two because fuck you. Yeah, don't fuck it. But uh, so what? The general story is what Nero's like chasing down Dante to kill him. Yeah, Dante came in and like fucked up a priest. Right. Like, straight up murdered him. He's like, yeah, I like killing priests. <laughs> I'll fucking kill priests forever. Yeah. It's just another day in the job. Or, like, whatever the fuck. He- so he, he kept and that ridiculous like, fucking personality. Pretty much. It got really weird. Uh, there was a cutscene in Devil May Cry 4 where, mm-hmm. like, you're fighting a boss and it gets really sexually charged. Uh. Yeah. Where he's just, like, talking about sword Rated fighting. He's like, yeah, parry and thrust. Oh. And then, like... I can't remember what happened, but, like, parts of the bot, like, like there's bullets or something. A bunch of shit goes flying to the wall behind him, and he's got a rose in his mouth. And, like, the shots, like, make a heart. And he's, like, in, like, mariachi, like, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And does that, and I'm like, mm. Like, that's Dante. He's having fun. What the fuck? <laughs> that's the guy. Like, yeah. go play Devil May Cry 1, then go play Devil May Cry yeah. 4. <laughs> Even Devil May Cry 1 time, he was not, like, a big cocky douchebag. Like, he right. wasn't 3. Right. And he so he was yeah he was a, a mere shadow of his former self in a, a two for, compared to two yeah yeah four and three are just like whoa <laughs> right yeah and again chronologically three one four two yeah so like he what like grows up a bit in one and then decides fuck being an adult and then you know four happens but uh, <clears throat> ultimately like they would they would kind of get the perfect blend as far as like gameplay and mechanics go. Uh, from like three and one and fuck, fuck two. Mm. Just fuck it. Whatever happened, F- fuck it. We don't have to talk about it anymore. No, yeah. And so, uh, the only thing that I really read that people didn't necessarily like was like the camera angle. And yeah, I kind of, I mean, Nero's cool, but I want to play Dante. That's why I buy Devil May Cry. It's kind of like the Metal Gear Solid Two problem. Yeah, exactly. Except you got. Imagine if you played as. Uh, uh, right in the beginning, and then yeah. the rest of the game was Snake. Exactly. So probably wouldn't have been a huge problem then. Yeah, right, yeah, but it also would have felt weird. Yeah. It's like... Which is kind of what you do in Snake Eater if you decide to say, <coughs> I really like Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. And then Snake comes in looking like Raiden, realize it's a disguise. <laughs> for some reason. That you'll use later. For yeah. some reason. Yeah, for some reason. Because this just... guy looks just fucking like this mask that you happen to have because he <laughs> liked Metal Gear Solid 2. Yeah. Fourth one. Yeah. So, you know, like, that being said, like, it being... (laughs) Lovely. Uh, That being said, like, with all of that put together, Devil May Cry 4 was the highest selling Devil May Cry Mm -hmm. of the series. Just over three million copies were sold. But it's somewhat forgettable. Yeah. You know, it's somewhat forgettable. It's not Devil May Cry 3. Sold more copies, but perhaps we were like, eh, 3 was great. Give me another one. 
Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's Nero. And you're like, okay. okay. But if you played it, I, I feel like you probably would have enjoyed it. Like, it, Nero's not bad. He's fun to play as. Yeah. Brand new mechanics. You do still get to play as Dante. And, and keep in mind... Oh, what were you going to say? I feel like Nero's just pretty much Dante. Yeah. Anyways, just not I mean, really it looks enough. like him. Yeah. Plays like, like him. I, I feel like when I started seeing like promotional screens for the game, I was like... It's just Dante, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, this, this character, he's white hair. Yeah, it's like 16-year-old Dante. Yeah, And he's got much. a blue, glowy arm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, if you watch, like, Blue Exorcist, eh, it's just a kid from Blue Exorcist. That's all. It's, uh... It's Don't Make Cry. Why not? Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. But, uh, you know, seven years later, okay, seven years later, like, not a fucking thing comes out other than, like, uh, let's see, this is 2015, so we would have already had at least one adaptation of the HD remaster, uh, collection. Um, hold up. Uh-huh. We're getting to DMC, right? Soon. Because it came out in 2012. Right. So what are you talking about, eight years? This is, this is still, uh, Don't Make Cry 4. Slow down, Egghead. This is still Don't Make Cry 4. <laughs> okay. Alright. Um, okay. And, like, still, so it's therefore not... Uh, Ninja Theory. Not Team Ninja. <laughs> Fuck. No, a Ninja Ninja Theory made DMC. I was like, okay. I thought. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Ninja You're getting Theory, me confused. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Ninja Theory made yeah. DMC. Yeah. Not Team Ninja. No. They're making. They're churning out DOAs and extreme Dynasty Warriors and yeah. I forgot that Itagaki fucking hates Dynasty Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna do like a quick like Itagaki addendum? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So with with Devil May Cry Four, it's still Capcom. It's still uh, Hideaki mm-hmm. Isuno. It's still Bingo Moriyashi. I love that name. The bingo. fact that it's Bingo. Like you get a B style. Uh, sadly, I haven't been able to fucking find anything on him. I'm gonna probably have to do some, like, deep-ass fucking looking to find more on Bingo. Yeah. I want to see what other, uh, shit that he's done. But reach anyway, out to Capcom. Uh, reach out to Capcom. Um, so, Capcom does, what, like, fuck all with Devil May Cry after Devil May Cry 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously we're gonna get to DMC. That was in 2012. Yes. Uh, however, seven years after the release of Devil May Cry 4... 2015, let's go ahead and make an HD, HD remaster of Devil May Cry 4 because we also already put out an iteration of uh, the three pack Devil May Cry 1, 2, and 3. You get uh, Dante's Awakening version of yeah. Devil May Cry. You get all of, like the addendums of Devil May Cry games put together, cleaned up a bit, and boom, there you go. So didn't Devil May Cry three? Wasn't that the official title? Like Devil May Cry three, Dante's Awakening. Devil May Cry three, and then a year later we got Dante's Awakening. Strangely enough, but I only ever played Dante's Awakening. Okay, all right. Yeah, because uh, that's when you actually—that's when they decided I'm going to add in this uh, whole thing where you get to play as Virgil. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I—I uh, I got a lot of cards with yeah. a lot of shit written on them. <laughs> I spent a lot of time on this shit. So. <clears throat> you know, they, they fucking wait forever. I don't know. It's like they were just kind of feeding off of all the other shit that Dante was showing up in. 
They're like, uh, we really don't need to touch this. Like, even at one point, Dante was show supposed to show up in Soul Calibur 3. Just obviously, like a while ago, I don't know. I'm just fucking correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say 2005. I would, I would say that, yeah. I want to say 2005. 2004 or five. Something like that, yeah. Whenever Soul Fucking Caliber Three came out. Soul Caliber Three. <laughs> Welcome back to the stage of history. That's gonna have its own episode. I should just not. But any, yes, yes, it is, it is, it is. <laughs> I can't get into it really. I'm, I'm gonna fucking make you. Okay. I'm gonna fucking make you. I'm gonna fucking force you. I'm gonna fucking force feed it to you. Anyway, so. I mean, I'm gonna get six. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. I'll try and enjoy it. Saw's a little metal. Oh, so fucking good. You're gonna play Geralt, aren't you? Yeah, you are. You are. You do. I'll touch him. A lot of people touch Geralt. Anyway, so uh, what I'm what I'm trying to get at is that he was supposed to even show up in Soul Calibur Three. He was fucking everywhere. He still is. He's one of the most recognizable characters in game history. He should be. Exactly. I completely agree. He is as recognizable, uh, you know, even to some people, maybe a little bit more recognizable than Chris fucking Redfield because he changes look, complete, completely. Mm-hmm. You can recognize Resident Evil 5 slash 6 Chris, and you can resin, uh, re uh, remember Resident Evil 1 Remake Chris. Yeah. They look 100% different. They're two different people. Remake Chris looks like Code Veronica Chris. Pretty yeah, much. and that's the one that I like. Fucking fight me! I, I like that one. Chris was like, he was more like a, you know, like a guy you could have a beer with. Yeah, he did. Uh, Resident Evil 5 Chris looks like a guy that's going to smoke a pack of cigarettes, uh, chug an entire bottle of Stoli, and then throw like ten darts at a board at the same time and get all bullseyes. <laughs> he looks like the guy who's going to like fucking like uh, see you like working out at the gym and then just like put on even more ways and just do it like it's nothing to make you feel like a little bitch. With one arm, yeah. yeah. And then he'll, like, fucking, like, pop a squat next to your face while you're bench pressing and give you a nice protein fart. Yeah. You know who wouldn't do that? Fucking Dante. Dante is fucking cool! He's a great character. He deserves, like you said, to be recognized by everybody and uh, be in more games. But the thing is, is that they, they drop him. They drop him. Like, Devil May Cry 4, uh, nothing. They fucking go till 2015. We get a really sweet, actually, I didn't get to pick this up. I didn't even realize this was a thing. But a Devil May Cry 4 uh, remaster... Where they add playable uh, Trish, Lady from Devil May Cry Three, mm -hmm. and Virgil. I mean, if I'm talking, yeah, I have the the one that came out on Xbox One and probably PS Four. Yeah. Um, See, I didn't even know that came out three years ago. Because when I when I uh, when I beat that, mm -hmm. I unlocked the Virgil mode. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what you have to do to unlock uh, Lady and Trish, but I'm pretty sure they are in that game. Oh yeah, absolutely. I know they are. Yeah. But yeah, playing as Virgil was like fucking cool. I was like, damn. Yeah. I'm From what I, I watched some gameplay, yeah. and like they're all really fucking cleaned up. That was the other thing. Uh, yeah. Trish is playable in Marvel vs. Capcom. Trish is playable in Devil May Cry 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did you have to do to find that out, Brent? Probably be it on fucking Dante Must Die. Uh, Dante Must Die mode on what difficulty? All of them. Oh, just any? Dante Must Die is the difficulty. I thought that was a mode. It's a difficult It's a difficult mode. Because that's the one where, like, if you if you die, you die, right? No, it's just it's just fucking hard and everything oh, hard. fucking stomps your dick. Why did I think that it was just like, yeah, you're fucked. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's not like that. I don't think it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that everything, everything is like very. Everything's really tough, really aggressive, and also it just has a shit ton more health. Wait, how much damage? happens to you if you get hit a lot 
God, I, I might be mixing it up with some of my games. Maybe a one shot. I really. I might be. I feel, like they, might, I feel like they might have changed the rules of Dante Must Die throughout. So the, I might be because Dante Must Die was in one. Yeah. I'm assuming it was also in three. It is in three. I've played it on. I played it on three, and I can't remember if it was a one hit kill, or uh, yeah, I didn't beat it. I didn't yeah. fucking beat it on three because three is fucking hard as balls. I'm yeah. pretty sure I played a lot of it, but I didn't, you know, save or something, and then I got pissed. Yeah. But uh, what a great fucking mode! Mm-hmm. Holy shit! And then, you know, like I was saying uh, before we got off track, but I mean, I, I really needed to say that, honestly, yeah. about Dante uh, being this this amazing character, is that they, they don't fucking do anything with him. In fact, you know, they give him over to uh, Ninja Theory uh, for them to make DMC Devil May Cry, which is an absolute hard reboot to the series, which is both good and bad, and I'm about to get into that. But, uh, you know, Capcom, why are you sleeping on one of your fucking AAA characters? You know, you put them on something, and people are like, oh, Dante. I mean, we're, we're making this podcast hot off the heels of a, a, a re-re-release of a Don't Make Cry HD trilogy. Oh, yeah, that's right. That recently came out, which I still need to get. You should. Yeah, I think I you, have my, you have my PS3 copy. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. And you have my Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, yeah. So... You know, like what they what they learn with Devil May Cry Four is like, wow, that worked out so great. Nah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck all that. Fuck, fuck all that. Yeah. Fuck you. And so, you know, again, like we just said, it goes to Ninja Theory. Yeah. They do. They're like, well, we've never touched. Hot it. off the heels of Metroid Other M. Gross. Gross. Wait, you played that? No. I, I feel like I talked to someone recently that didn't. I was like, holy fuck. What did you do? Yeah, other like, M apologist. Yeah. Like, like, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll go to bat for Devil May Cry 2. Am I going to touch Am I gonna touch other M? Yeah, no. Fuck that shit. Uh, it's it's pretty good. I also liked Federation Force. <laughs> I also like trying to suck my own dick. <laughs> and succeeding. <Yeah>. Suck. Succeeding. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a dab on you. Anyway, so, Dead essentially, DMC, Devil May Cry, is a hard reboot. The game is a very young Dante, like a 25, 24-year-old Dante. He was very young-looking. How, you know, how old was he probably in 3, then? In 3? Ah, uh, dude, he fucking, he looked ageless. He was weird. He had, like, the body <laughs> of a 30-year-old, the face of a 16-year-old. Yeah, 10-year-old boy. And, like, the hair of me in 7th grade. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. I think we all had that hair yeah, in 7th grade. Uh, I, I used to wake up in the morning and my hair would feather itself because it was so long. And people would be like, get a job! And I'd be like, I'm 13! <laughs> but, you know, small town living, you know? I don't fucking know. You better have a job in a small town. Fuck, man. Go pick up cans. Go pick up some phone for yeah. your channel, man. How about fuck all that? <laughs> fuck all that? Go and play Don't Make Cry! Don't Make Goddamn Cry. But, like, okay, so, like, this young Dante is hunted by demons in trailer trash girls. I'm talking, like, the girls that all have, like, Lynn in their first name. Rand Lynn, Ashley Lynn, Crash Lynn. What's her name from a uh, lollipop chainsaw? No, she's got better things to do. She fucking has way better things to do. She's fucking rad. I love that girl. Yeah. Uh, oh, Nikki, you're so fun. That fucking whole game was golden. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you didn't go to bathroom. Hut one, hut two, hut fuck, <laughs> butt fuck, or whatever. Butt <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Hut hut. 
or like ten hut, ten butt ten, fuck. Ten hut, ten, ten butt, butt fuck. fuck. <laughs> I fucking love that game, dude. It was great. You had a good time watching it. I did. I had, a, I, had, I had a big game of fun. It was fun. Uh, but yeah, so this fucking game, uh, universally, it did all right. Um, you know, ratings wise, it was it was pretty nominal and everything like that. It sold pretty well. Um, I personally, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was a good fresh take. Yeah, it was a it was a good restart. I liked what I saw. I think I watched. I think yeah. we tried streaming it one time. Yeah, and we were just kind of starting out. Oh yeah, yeah, we were just kind of fucking about and everything yeah. like that. And I think I just like pulled up a random mission that I was like, oh, you know, this is this is a good one. You did that one like sewer boss fight lady where like yeah, I thought the exchange was really funny where she's just like. I was like, fuck you, and the boss was like, fuck you! The doctor's like, fuck you! And I was like, fuck you! Yeah, it was great. Like, yeah. I, I love the dialogue, I love the script, I love the visuals, I love, like, you know, you go into Purgatory, which is the world in between. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and everything's, like, wavy, you see the shadows of people moving around, like, it's a goddamn Persona game. Hey, you know what else did that? Hmm. Bayonetta. Yeah. Yeah, and what did they try to do with, uh, the, like, okay, so, lead producer, lead executive producer, Alex Jones, not the guy who thinks that the water <laughs> is drinking all the frogs gay, but lead producer of Ninja Theory, Alex Jones, said God, that what they an unfortunate still, name. Yeah, yeah, right, like, that is, I'm so sorry for anybody that's that. Named Alex Jones. Yeah, or Sarah Wright. I hate you! I'm coming for you. Yeah, you intellectual weakling. Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So Alex Jones said that him and, him, and, him and the fellas over at Ninja Theory needed to remain in competition with Platinum Games, uh, meaning Hideki Kamiya. Which means uh, good fucking Raku. Raku. He was uh, such a bad fucking idea, honestly. Like, if you are going to try that, if that's, like, your main goal, uh, you're fucked. You're fucked. You're fucked. Get fucked. Like, okay, so you're you're talking about competing with the guy that made the series. (laughs) You're talking about the guy who created the image of Dante. Yeah. Which, actually, we'll see a little bit of that in the first uh, 15 minutes of DMC Don't Make Cry. Doesn't he get like a wig on his head? And he's like, "Ugh, gross." He, what what happens is, um, uh, the hunter demon chases you down. He's fucking up your shit. Um, Ferris wheel is like falling towards you. You're running up, and he's doing some cool shit. He grabs his jacket that somehow ended up there, and a uh, whole bunch As of stores. Can. Yep, a whole bunch of stores get fucked up. You're in like a like a pier, uh, like a boardwalk. I think. Uh, like, uh, some, I don't know, fucking Jersey fucking boardwalk. I don't right. give a fuck! Anyway, so you're out there, a whole bunch of shots get fucked up, and a white wig falls on your head. And he fucking moves the bangs out, and he looks at a fucking uh, funhouse mirror, and he's, he just looks, smirks, and says, not in a million years. And he fucking throws it off. Because in this adaptation, he's got, like, the, the, what's trendy, the crew cut. Yeah, like the... Not like, quite all right. Uh, what do I want to say? The, the 30 fade. Seconds to Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the 30 Seconds to Mars uh, fade crew cut. Yeah. 
and uh, like loose jacket, wife beater, white wife beater, and like baggy jeans or some shit. I can't fucking Pants. remember. Pants of some sort and boots, like these, you know, gothic boots. You uh, you see him naked at the beginning. He's got fucking trailer trash girl claw marks all over his back. He's got a weird tattoo on his back that shines and it heals him. Um, so anyway, going through this, you you find uh you meet Virgil, Virgil pretty Virgil. You you meet Virgil pretty early on, and he kind of like lets you know. Oh yeah, by the way, I am anonymous. Because he had a fucking anonymous mask, and he was like, "The media is trying to mask what you're hearing." Nobody's gonna understand. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm trying to say. Is okay. it's you need to have subtitles on in order to know what the fuck is going on. But like, you actually end up like giving a fuck about him, and like, there's this actual like brothership, you know, like actually forming. There's characters you care about. The enemies are fucking fun to fight. Combo system's really weird, pretty fun. You simply hold a trigger in order to switch to one weapon, which is your angelic weapon. The other one is your demonic weapon. And so you got a big ass fucking scythe. I can big be ass your angel ass. or you are a demon. Diamond. Your devil. Devil. Um, one thing I remember, uh, I was reading, like, I read, like, a review on DMC. Mm-hmm. And one thing, like, some this person liked about it was kind of, like, the story aspects. And then, it, like, it had a good, like, kind of, like, they live thing going on where it was, yeah. like, Corporate, like mass brainwashing. Obey. Yeah. Obey. Yeah. And you might. Like, you might reckon if you don't understand from uh, they live. Uh, think of like the weird zombie faces with the uh, no eyelids, the obey signs all over the place. Drink more, eat yeah, more, like, sleep buy less. more shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that, that kind of shit thing. was going on in DMC. Yeah. Which that sounds kind of cool. I go. I, I do like. It did it well. Games, more games fucking, could do that. I will go to bat for that fucking game. I will die yeah. on that hill for a DMC uh, Don't Make Cry, which I know, I know, I know that I'm probably literally like one of very, very few people that yeah. actually really enjoyed this because um, it was, I felt, a very fresh take on the series. It was very fun. Um, I felt like I actually gave a fuck about Virgil. He was also really well done. Uh-huh. Um, and overall, like the game actually had me engaged the entire time. Yeah, it was difficult, but the the visuals were really great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which uh, even though they decided, well, let's compete with Platinum Games, it's like you're putting yourself on the cross, buddy. Uh, you still did an all right job. Yeah. Could really go for finding out what the fuck Dante's up to these days. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're about due. Yeah. For another Devil May Cry, I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. not another remaster. Yeah, yeah. No, God, please no. Uh, so you're gonna like check it out? It's four again. You know for some reason. what you could do for me is take Devil May Cry one, clean it up, put it in Unreal Four, and then I'll buy it. Unreal for four. thirty bucks. Unreal Four. That's a different topic. Yeah. Unreal Four is finding its legs. Yeah. There's a lot of trash on Unreal 4. Yeah, I mean, I played through the Shadow of the Colossus remake yeah. recently. I mean, I just fucking, like, whoo, just, like, breeze straight through it. But I had parts where I was, like, jumping up and grabbing onto things, and my character would, uh, Wanderer, would literally turn around so that, like, my back was on the tree, and I was, like, standing there, crouching in the air, gripping nothing. Okay. With my back on the tree up the tree and I would jump and grab and then he would like twist and contort and shit 
uh, I had a Colossus like straight up go spaghetti on me. Um, yeah, yeah. That must have been terrifying. Oh fuck, yeah, it was. Um, but overall, like, dude, they they brought in like actual voice acting. The Wanderers spoke. They redid the story like a little bit so that you actually had some story. Hmm. Um, the fights were fucking magnificent. It was absolutely fucking beautiful. I couldn't put it down. I tried to space it out, but ultimately I beat it in like three sittings. Maybe like a total of like three and a half, four hours. Yeah. I was like, I, <clears throat> now I remember this game being this short, but I was beating like four or five Colossus at a time. There was only 16. Yeah, so yeah. So it's just... Um, that is that's a doable thing, I guess is what I'm saying. It's like I would love to see Del May cry. And uh, Hideki Kamio has expressed interest in doing a reboot. That's right, yeah. Or like a, a remaster of the first one, or like kind of like a comparable, like perhaps. He said that he'd like to do a reboot. Yeah, is what he had said. Perhaps like a Resident Evil GameCube remake, mm -hmm. but it's actually Del May cry now. Gimme. Yeah. Gimme. I would. I would. Buy, I'll buy and that. you know what? Fuck you! I'll buy it on the Switch. I don't give a shit. I'll buy it on the Switch. I'm gonna get a Switch for Bayonetta three. Yeah. Bought a Wii U for Bayonetta two. Come on. I uh, I joined the party pretty fucking early, and the only games I have are uh, Metal Slug and um, Breath of the Wild. But uh, I'm gonna buy Kirby. Uh, fuck it. Yeah, let's do a Switch episode sometime because yeah. uh, it's it's a new Golden Age of Nintendo. But on that note, dude, uh, as far as uh, where Hideki Kamiya went to, uh, gliding on the wings of Devil May Cry, and where uh, Itsuno actually brought that game, you know, thank you Hideaki, you did a really good job, Sugimura, with the original idea that was supposed to be Resident Evil 4. You guys Ninja made... Theory, thanks for trying. Thanks for trying, guys, you know, not every nail on the head, but... You did, you did alright. Yeah, you did alright, I had fun, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And bingo! Mayuchi! Live forever. Live forever, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Never uh, die. What a devil's never they, do. They never cry. They never cry. <laughs> never, never may cry. One and two! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs>